Welcome to Songs of Inspiration, a monthly podcast that brings you interviews and performances by local singer-songwriters with the goal to give space to the music community and share local artists' messages and stories with the world. I'm your host, Lars Wickman. Welcome back for another episode of Songs of Inspiration. I'm very excited to bring you today's guest, Rachel Baldwin. Rachel's a singer-songwriter who originally washed up ashore on the banks of the Cape Cod coast. But most recently, she's found herself singing siren songs in LA. Her songs run the gamut of sweet, salty, or a little bit sad, often with a spice of allegory or literary allusion. She lives in the pursuit of the age-old question, what would happen if you combined Sufjan Stevens with Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance and then put them in a playlist with Boy Genius? I'm thrilled to have her join us virtually today from her studio in LA. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Hey everyone, we're coming to you today from the virtual studio with Rachel Baldwin. Thanks for taking the time to join us today, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Cool. I gave some highlights in our intro, but it's always good to start at the beginning. Can you tell us a bit about how you got started with music and your career so far? Yeah, so I picked up the guitar in high school um, doing like church music and very quickly realized that I wanted to write my own songs. So for a few years in high school, I wrote by myself. I wrote with a few friends of mine, one of whom is named Andrea. I wrote her a song that I'll be playing later. So I I always love to shout her out. Uh, She was a big influence on me when I was first making music. And then writing and performing was a big thing for me through college years. And then after college, I moved to Somerville right outside of Boston and started plugging into the scene there a little bit. I loved playing at the Burren, um, the Lizard Lounge open mic was one of my favorite spots. Very cool. And then a couple years ago, I moved out to Los Angeles where I've been slowly building some music community here, doing a lot of recording and performing. And I just recently started hosting an open mic, which I'm really proud of, which has been one of the most exciting things. As someone who's played open mics for like 10 years now, being able to run one has been really rewarding and exciting. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, What band would you say uh, inspired you most as you were getting started or artist? Yeah, I think it's a tie between Joan Baez and Neutral Milk Hotel. High school was the first time where I was really hearing folk and alternative folk music and realizing how much can be done with just a singer and an acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. I had grown up on like hard rock music. And uh, so in high school, when I started, when I heard Joan Baez and, and everything that she was doing with her voice and songs that she would write or Bob Dylan songs that she would sing, I felt like the the world of songwriting really opened up for me. And then Neutral Milk Hotel is just like cooler and edgier folk music, which I really connected with too. Like I like the darker side of storytelling and performing. So that's basically what I listened to the most in high school and what really inspired me to know that, you know, playing guitar and singing, can, can you can make so much music that way and so much interesting music. And then from there, of course, I I started collaborating with other people eventually, but my heart really is most inspired by folks that are just guitar and vocals and really interesting songwriting. Yeah, yeah. The song really stands on its own when it's just like vocals and a guitar, for sure. Exactly. 
Yeah. You know a good song when it sounds really good when it's just those bare bones elements, even though, even if it's been produced into something bigger, uh, some of the best songs are going to sound great when, you know, the artist is doing some sort of acoustic performance. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, did you have any uh, music mentors as you got started out? I did a little bit. So we moved around a lot while I was growing up. There was one man that I knew for a time when we lived abroad. And he was a mentor for like a couple weeks. But it was a, it really stuck with me at that time because he, at the end of that couple weeks where he was watching me, I was leading worship music at that time for this religious group that we were a part of. So he was very much exposed to my process for that, which is different than performing and writing. But anyway, he, he mentored me in that aspect of music making. Um, and then by the end of the couple weeks, he gifted me his guitar, oh, which cool. he had had for a number of years. And we both cried. And, you know, I was 16 years old and really impressionable. And I knew my heart wanted to, you know, I wanted to be making music more than anything. So for this... Um, older person who was a really seasoned musician who had traveled with this guitar for him to gift me that guitar as a kind of the symbol of believing in me and supporting me it really really made a huge impact and um yeah I still have that guitar I didn't take it with me to LA I actually uh, lent it to a friend who wanted to start learning guitar oh, nice. um, felt like paying it forward but yeah I mean it was my primary guitar up until I moved to LA. I just couldn't fit it in my car when we moved. <laughs> <laughs> I could only take one guitar, so I took my electric. Uh, yeah, so he, he really was the first major mentor musically. And then I had some friends in high school that I would play with, and they really helped me find my sound and my confidence in music making. Similarly, my husband, who I collaborate a lot with now, shout out Gal. I met him right after I graduated college and he has just like transformed my music making. He plays the drums, he produces and mixes. I knew that he got me when uh, I played a house show that he came to like really early on in our relationship and our collaborating with each other. And I, uh, I played this new song and he, we chatted about it afterwards and he was like, I can hear, I can hear the singing saw on this song. Oh wow! Which I thought was so wild and so specific, but something that Neutral Milk Hotel uses. And we had not talked about, you know, my love for Neutral Milk Hotel at that point. But, you know, it was a really specific sound that I loved. And the fact that he could hear it while he was listening to my song. And then it ended up on the song when we recorded it. It's a song called 246. Nice. Yeah, so so he's he just has gotten my taste. I don't even know how, but, you know, we, we connected over that and mystically you know he's got me and supported me and um we've we've made some music i'm really really proud of together that's so awesome i would say that he's a mentor too together yeah yeah it is thank you cool um what would you say the biggest uh challenge you faced uh and overcame in pursuing uh your passion for music was uh challenges in music you know, it's not something I've thought about a lot. I think, I think I, I think I just deal with some of the regular things, like sometimes feeling like I'm not good enough, mm -hmm. a little bit of imposter syndrome, or just a lot of nerves before performing. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I make an excuse that I'm not like super great at guitar because I never really had lessons. 
because we moved around a lot, which is just an excuse I'm making because at this point, um, I don't know. I, I think I feel insecure about it sometimes. So it's it's things like that, which I know aren't, it doesn't matter because you can make really, really good music with three chords. I know mm-hmm. more than three chords and I'm proud of the music I make, but I think it's the mentality of music making and being an artist and putting yourself out there with things. You know, a lot of my writing is really personal. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's still something that I want to sing and perform and connect with people over. So I think it's just you know, you can get lost in your head a little bit. Um, Definitely. With, yeah. There's a lot of like insecurities. vulnerability in that too and stuff. And yeah, exactly. Cool. I see you, um, post a lot of videos on Instagram and do a lot of, uh, songwriting. Um, do you have any creative routines, uh, that help you keep inspiration flowing? Uh, I listen to a lot of music. I love watching concert videos. I'm, I, you know what? The thing that keeps me most inspired lately is the community that I'm part of. So I have to make a major plug for School of Song. They're an online community that does songwriting workshops with established musicians. So folks that you maybe have heard of, like Robin Pecknold from Fleet Foxes oh, cool. or David Longstreth from Dirty Projectors. Currently, we've got Chris Wiseman doing a class. So I've taken a lot of these workshops, which one is amazing because you get songwriting homework. So it keeps you on your toes writing, writing from different angles, writing different times of the day than you're used to, or um, writing with new chords that you haven't used. A plethora, an infinite amount of different homework prompts you can find in these classes to get you inspired. So that's kept me writing. It's also kept me very inspired hearing from these amazing musicians that I idolize. And then on top of that, and most importantly, the friends that I've made through this community keep me motivated. Like I have friends that I could text any day and be like, okay, what song are you working on? Or I have friends that send me songs they're working on and we collaborate on them or you know, a lot of my friends now are songwriters. So what do we talk about most of all is our songwriting. And that keeps me really, really motivated and excited. And learning from all different kinds of songwriters keeps me so inspired and challenged. So as a result, uh, I'm writing a lot. So I, I feel like I'm almost at this point where I'm writing really frequently it's almost a daily practice I would love if it was a daily practice and it (laughs) hopefully (laughs) soon it will be uh but I'm I'm like I'm really sitting down with my guitar a lot so I'm yeah you've caught me at a really good season and my creativity where I feel like inspiration is bountiful and abundant that's great and I, I have a good amount of free time so I'm I'm spending a lot of time tapping into that stream of inspiration and working on new material nice do you have a favorite like I know you do a lot of songwriting challenges and has there been a favorite one that you've done lately Ooh. or a favorite song that's come out of it yes so I'm gonna play you a song today called Pinocchio which is my most recently completed song I did put a video of it on Instagram but that came from a writing assignment for a school of song class that was last month with Laura Veers. She's a super talented folk rock songwriter and performer. 
and the assignment was to pose a question in the song and maybe answer it. So pretty simple lyrical prompt. But I like that because that gets me. I, I like the lyrical prompts more than anything. You know, I'm a lifelong journaler. I'm a writer. I like spending mm-hmm. time thinking about the words. Uh, so that that got me really inspired almost immediately. So you'll hear in my song, uh, Pinocchio, that I'll play later. Um, it, it even starts with a question lyrically. That's cool. And it has a few questions in it. Yeah, Very and cool. I'd like to think that the song answers the questions, <laughs> but you'll hear later and you can tell me. Nice. I know, I think you did one song a, a, around a name or something, like having something to kind of start with is really a cool way to see what comes out of that, having some like guardrails and stuff to kind of shape what you're doing. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of my songwriting is, you know, I'll think of a memory I've had with a particular person or something specific I'd like them to know about how much I love them or I appreciated something so the other song one of the other songs I'll play later is a song called Andrea which is very specifically for my friend Andrea and the experiences that we had uh so yeah I like writing that way nice uh do you have any plans to release any new uh music anytime soon I don't have specific dates yet but everything I'm gonna play today I think we'll end up on an EP that I've been working on. So I'm sitting here in my home studio that my husband works almost full time out of doing mixing and producing. And we've been in here recording all of the songs that I'm playing this afternoon. Um, the third song that I'll play is called Stay the Same and that one's almost done and will probably be the first single that we'll release for the EP, which we don't have a date at this point. I I feel kind of lucky that at this point point in time in creating that I can really take my time without really strict deadlines Mm -hmm. I I still have that urgency of wanting to get them out there so we're not sitting on our hands or anything but we can really take our time Um, and as a result we don't have a strict deadline or release date at this point maybe early next year maybe sooner (laughs) but yeah the big plans I've I haven't released anything since 2020 and so I'm I'm at I'm ready to like my heart is ready. I'm ready to perform more. I'm, I'm ready to release, but the songs, the songs are still baking. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The more time you can take and stuff, the better, the better yeah. they come out. I feel like, yeah, I think so. Unless, yeah. But there, I think there's a fine line be- between taking just the right amount of luxuriation and time mm-hmm. working on it and then taking too much time where you're overthinking things and redoing things and maybe ruining the original creative moment. So, you know, I'm keeping that in my mind. Yeah. And for yeah. the most part, you know, a lot of the times with the recording that we've been doing, we'll sit down and we'll say, okay, we're recording the demo. This will be the demo for Andrea. But then maybe for for a couple of these songs, the demos have sounded really good that we've then kept those vocal takes as the final vocal takes or part, parts of those vocal yeah. takes. That's cool. Yeah, yeah sometimes you capture something raw in the moment and it just works and you got to yeah. hang on to yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, I was listening through uh, some of your songs and uh, one that really uh, stuck out to me was the song uh, Tallest Trees from I think one of your earlier albums, Limbs. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about 
the story behind that song and what it's about? Yeah, that's, I love that song. It's been a while since I played it. So I wrote that back in college. I graduated college in 2017. So it's an older one. I probably started it in like 2015 or 2016. And I think with that song, you can really hear the, probably the Fleet Foxes influence with Mm -hmm. the rhythm of the guitar and the sort of dreamy subject matter of trees, but also trees representing our souls and our growth as humans. So yeah, um, I think that song came from a place of, you know, when you're that age in college, and I, yeah, I guess I can't remember exactly what year I really wrote, really started writing that song. Anyway, you know, it's a time in your life where everything is in transition all the time. You're thinking about what you want to be and what you want to do next. So the song is really about that, like, I want to be the tallest, strongest, and most beautiful tree that I can be. Um, but there's a big question mark there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that really, really is cool. what the song is about. Thank you. Yeah, I, I haven't played that one in a while. It's I released it. So for my senior thesis, I was a literature major mm-hmm. at my college, which also came, you know, it was it, I got an English degree. So literature was my main focus, but I took some creative writing classes and I took a creative writing thesis senior seminar in my last semester. And everyone in that class was writing like, a collection of poetry or some short stories or something but it was the year that Bob Dylan won the Nobel Prize for songwriting so I said to my professor I was like can I please write some songs for my senior thesis so I worked on tallest trees for that senior thesis I like tinkered with the lyrics and wrote a few other new songs and then at the end of that semester I worked with some friends to record the EP so that EP limbs is basically my college thesis. Um, nice. And I released it in 2017. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, such good memories. I, I love that you liked that one. Yeah. The production on it's really nice too. The uh, the guitars and stuff. Really, oh, so. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm so glad. So I, I partnered with a really good friend of mine, Phil Jones, who works for WERS, the Emerson Radio now. Oh, cool. Big shout out to Phil. He during his college years was part of a band called low ceilings and low ceilings still exists in, in like a different iteration. Now, one of my favorite bands ever, one of my favorite bands local to Massachusetts and new England. Uh, so, so all the guys from low ceilings played the backing instruments on that EP. Yeah. So have to shout them out. It was so much fun to work with them. We we recorded in the, the W E R S studio, which was, a blast that sounds like a lot of fun very cool it was it was really fun cool i also remember you talking about writing some music for a short film uh can you tell us a little bit about uh that project yes so back in the summer this past summer uh a few friends of mine were working were starting work on a passion project uh a short horror film called black veil And these are really, really good friends of mine, some of my closest friends here in L.A. And they wanted a pop song 
for a montage in the film and then also the film score. So I can't tell you anything about the experience of the film score yet because they only just finished locking picture for the oh. film. So I, ha- I haven't started. I've been meditating on it these nine or 10 months and <laughs> researching and thinking and making mood boards and playing around with stuff. But um, I haven't seen the film yet because I figured the moment I see what's happening in the film, I'm going to want to get started on the music immediately. So I know the story. I, I, I know a bunch of the folks that were involved, but I, I've, I haven't seen the entire film and haven't started the score yet. But I did make a pop song for it. Um, it's a song called Long Night. That's probably the next song I'll release prior, mm-hmm. like before I release the EP I've been working on. Um, it's really different than a lot of my music. Like, you know, I'm, I love, I love folk. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is a pop song. You know, I sat in here with my husband on our synth and we started with a beat and a synth line aiming to make a sort of eighties sounding, uh, upbeat dance track. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that, that'll probably be the next thing I release and I'm really proud of it. And I, I performed it a couple times this year had a couple shows I had just with the backing track and I, I felt like a pop star. <laughs> so it was Very an amazing cool. experience. Yeah. Yeah. But so hopefully in the next few months, there'll be some announcements for the rest of the film and, and the music and release dates for the short film. But yeah, it's, cool. it's been really fun to do something that wasn't just making music for myself about my friends or my memories or, you know, the, the sweet things I often sing about instead. This is, you know, totally, totally different. Uh, and yeah, it will be my first time scoring, you know, a 12 minute film. So stay that's tuned. really cool. The <laughs> Yeah, the visual imagery and stuff like being able to write to that must will pr- probably be a really cool experience for you. That's really cool. Yeah, I think so, too. And this group of folks that I'm that I'm collaborating with that have been working on this film, they're so talented and so professional and they've given me some references that I've been listening to. So it's, I couldn't feel more set up to have fun and have success scoring it. Uh, so yeah, I'm, it's something I've been so excited about. So thank you for asking. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Um, what's one piece of advice you'd give to singer songwriters that are just starting out? I'm thinking about what I would tell myself when I first started. I think one thing that I really feel like I've learned from just in the past couple of years is not to take anything too seriously. Like making music should be playing music. And when you're in your writing space and you're coming up with a song, you should not be wearing your judgment hat or your editing hat. You should just be wearing the hat of like, exploration and mm-hmm. having fun yeah I think when I was younger I felt like every song I was writing or starting to write I had to finish and then I had to release because who knows when the next song would come to me mm-hmm. or when inspiration would strike again but I think the more valuable thing I've been learning more recently is that well you can write a stupid song every day yeah <laughs> and it's great because you're creating and you're learning about yourself as a musician and you don't have to release those songs but the more you're sitting down in that creative space of making music you're gonna tap into the stuff 
that you're really that you really love and are really proud of and you you don't have to show anyone the songs that you're not proud of like yeah yeah you know that's just part of your process and you and i i have a song that i call barf song because there's a line about um barfing which is gross (laughs) (laughs) and embarrassing to say but you know it it just like it it worked so well in the song Mm -hmm. and so i know that song exists and it makes me laugh and smile yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to play that one. But I had to get through the barf song to get to whatever the next song was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's okay to have a few barf songs for your own enjoyment. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I think that's the advice. <laughs> Embrace the barf songs. <laughs> I like <Yeah>. it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, I think that's all the questions I have. Um, thanks for uh, taking the time today to talk and share some perspectives and stories and uh i'm excited to hear some music so um let's dive into the performance let's do it thank you so much all right we're back with some tunes this one is called andrea i wrote it back in september around andrea's birthday shout out andrea you're the reason why I listen to sad music and I couldn't be happier. Dylan and villagers and bright eyes, Andrew Bird and Death Cat, I'll be your fever. a song called Andrea. I'll be playing all unreleased tracks today, so this is the spot to hear them again. You'll have to listen to the episode again. But you can find me on Instagram at Rachel K. Baldwin. That's where I keep everyone updated on releases and I post videos. 
You can also stream my original EP and a handful of singles I've released over the past couple of years under my name, Rachel Baldwin. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Bandcamp, etc. That's Rachel Baldwin. And I've got a couple more for you. This song is called Stay the Same. There was a time when you took a baby page. I scribbled nightly, constant. I was paid to love you. Stay the Same, also an unreleased track. Thank you all for listening. This is my final tune. It's called Pinocchio. Did I ever tell you about that first time? I wanted you to stay the night. Same September Darling, did we have to lie? You took the long way Just to walk me 
played a song called Pinocchio. Is patient, it's not honest. Darling, did we have to lie? Darling, did we have to lie? Did I ever tell you about that first time? I wanted you to stay the night. Thanks for listening to Songs of Inspiration. Until next time, keep supporting live music, stay safe, and be well. This podcast is produced by True to the Vision Music. For more information, check out LarsWhitman.net.